Tonight, it's the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament in Loomis. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. And it bounces out. No good. Rebound Quintana. Three ties at 17 seconds to go to Ford. Ford gets a screen from Gutzwiller. He's going to try to take it to the hoop and kick it out. Here's a three-pointer on the way. Karsten McCarter got it. We're tied. Game one features Red Hot Overton, winners of nine in a row against Pleasanton. Game two has the host Loomis looking for back-to-back wins over Axtell, who they defeated last Thursday night. It's the boys' quarterfinals action of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament coming up next. But for Studio Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Loomis with KKBR Sports' Randy Bushcutter right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back here to Loomis as the hometown Wolves, the number two seed in the Fort County Conference Tournament, will have the uh, home field advantage, the home court advantage here tonight against Axtell, a team that they're very familiar with. These two teams just got together this last weekend in Axtell. Loomis coming away with a 62-41 to win. Now it is conference time, so we'll see how the Wolves can fare uh, against the uh, Wildcats. The Wildcats... Then a, a team at 5-3, and three, pretty young. Then in a lot of close ball games. Haven't been able to finish some of those uh, close games. Playing in a very tough conference. And so they've kind of taken their licks, but they continue to grow and improve throughout the course of the season. Loomis at 13-4. and four, Good enough to be the number two seed in the conference tournament. And, well, they've only lost four games all year. They lost at Amherst uh, by nine. They had a tough loss at Cambridge. They lost at Elm Creek in a game where they had the lead heading into the fourth quarter, and they also lost here at home against Arapahoe. That was on the 5th and 6th of January, the last time that Loomis has lost basketball games, and now they've put it together pretty well here, and they're hoping to come away with a win on their home floor and advance to the semifinals out in Kearney. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech, your yield leader. Contact a new tech seed dealer near you for all your needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We'll step away for a moment. Back with the starters after this. People you know. Community people. people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. It's time now for a starting lineup. Spot to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin first of all for Axtell. Ryan Hubbard is a uh, 6'4 senior for the Wildcats. And Hubbard on the year is averaging 9.7 points and 7.3 rebounds. Tyler Danberg is a 6'3 sophomore, averaging 7 points and 6.2 rebounds. Zach Heinrichs is a sophomore, 5'9", averaging 6 points and 2.5 rebounds. Peyton Kring 
is a junior, 6'3", averaging 8 points and 5.6 rebounds. And Jake Marsh, a 6'1", senior, is averaging 5.3 points and 3.3 rebounds a game. For the Loomis Wolves, their starters are Brian Hemley, a 5'10", junior. And Hemley is averaging 1.2 points, uh, excuse me, 6 points and 1.2 rebounds a game. Uh, Aaron Dow is a 6'1 junior, averaging 20.2 points and 8.6 rebounds. Andrew Lobby, a senior at 6 foot, averaging 14.9 points and 2 rebounds. Joshua Marcy, a sophomore at 6'4, averaging 10 points and 5 rebounds a game. Andrew Dennis, a 5'11 junior, is uh, averaging 2.5 points and 3.1 rebounds per ball game. Starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Tip in the air. And controlled here by Loomis. And so the Wolves will have it. Now enter ball in very quickly. Low. And Josh Marcy will lay it up and in. Good entry pass here for the Wolves. So they've got a good start to the ball game. So here comes uh, Axtell in the offensive end for the first time tonight. Hubbard will work it around. Top of the circle. A little penetration here by Marsh. And Marsh gives off here left side for Heinrichs. Heinrichs. Gives it out left side, pass down low. Crane having trouble with the handle, has to kick the ball back out, and the three-pointer is going to be up and good here for Zach Heinrichs. So Heinrichs answers the bucket on one end with a three on the other, and now Dow will drive all the way in, loses the basketball, but it was last touched by Axtell. So Wolves with their second possession of the ball game, being very aggressive, going down low immediately, and now on the baseline, Andrew Dennis will toss it in. And he'll just lob the ball out here for Dow. Dow back out here for Lobby. Entry pass in the lane here for Marcy. Marcy gives it to Dow. Dow shot up high. No good. And the rebound is going to be uh, picked up here by Axtell. It's uh, Marsh that pulls down the defensive board after the miss. And now they're going to get it here left side for Danberg. Danberg's going to shoot the three. That is going to be no good. And Dow the rebound. And he's going to throw the ball up court very quickly in transition. The little runner here for Loomis is going to be no good. And pulling down the board here is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs helps work the ball down low to Kring. Kring's shot's going to be no good. And rebound going to be taken out by the Wolves. They're in a big hurry here as Marcy pulls down the board. He'll stop and will look to flip the ball back out for Dow. Dow will back out, shoot a three. It's going to be up a little bit too strong, and it's going to go out of bounds in that corner. And so the basketball is going to belong here to Axtell. So Axtell will face some uh, full-court pressure here. And on the baseline, here is Hubbard driving. He's going to try a reverse layup. Shot's going to be blocked by Marcy, but they're going to call him for the foul. If he would have kept that hand up high, been fine, but he brought it down for the block, and when that happens, invariably, you're going to be called for the foul. Ryan Hubbard will step to the stripe for a couple here for Axtell. And the free throw is going to be no good. So that'll keep our score 3-2 to two in favor of Axtell. And Ryan Hubbard will try to add to it and does here with the second free throw. 4-2, difference of two, and dribbling up here is 22, Andrew Lobby. He'll bring in the offensive end, picked up there by Heinrichs, and he'll get it to Dow. Dow well behind the three-point arc as they work around the perimeter. Now left side with it is going to be Andrew Dennis. Now right side, they'll set it up, and a three-pointer good for Andrew Lobby. Lobby strokes in the three. Loomis has their first lead of the ball game, And now Hubbard will hand the basketball off. 
here for Danberg. And now the entry pass down low for Kring. Kring puts the brakes on, tries to turn around jumper. It's going to be no good, but the ball is going to be off the hands of the Wolves and out of bounds. So on the baseline, they'll toss it in. And now Axtell will snap it here on the left wing for Kring. Kring throws it down low. Ball's going to be knocked loose. Coming up with it here is going to be Dow. Dow on the drive, loses the basketball, and dribbling out with it is going to be Hemley. Hemley keeps the ball alive here for the Wolves, gives it to Marcy. Marcy's going to drive, and just, I might have hit something when he jump stopped because he slid, and that's going to be a travel. So, again, the game is being played fast. Both teams trying to make the other team play fast, but for the most part, both these two teams are relatively comfortable with that pace of game. Heinrichs will throw the ball here left side for Hubbard. He'll step back, fire a three that's in and out, no good, and Dow's going to pull down the board. Dow with a long pass up ahead, giving it for Dennis. Dennis will kick it back out for Dow. He's going to shoot a three. That's going to draw a little bit of iron and no more, and it goes out of bounds. 5-4 early on here. The lead belongs here to Drew Billiter and the Loomis Wolves. He makes a couple of substitutions. Checking in the ball game is going to be uh, Isaac Dunn. Dennis will put pressure on the inbounds. The ball is going to be thrown up ahead here. Marsh will get it up here for Kring. Kring then with a lob pass down low for Danberg, and Danberg will score. Nice little lob there by Kring to set up Danberg. And now on the run here is going to be Dunn. Dunn goes all the way off glass. He's going to go to the line. Drew the body contact. The big guy not getting cheated. He was driving in there hard. So Dunn will go to the line and shoot a couple. It's Marsh who's called for his first foul of the ball game. And so the first free throw is up and rolls around no good. Boy, the gym got quiet for Isaac Dunn at the free throw line. Dunn will have one more coming up here. Bends the knees, fires the free throw. It's rolling around and no good. So he couldn't get either one of them to go. And for Axtell, it's going to be Danberg who pulls down the board. Driving here is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard, little pass up ahead here for Kring. Kring ball fake, shot no good. Offensive board, and Heinrichs will hit the bucket. So Heinrichs with the score here. We'll put the uh, Wildcats up ahead here by three. It's eight to five midway through the first quarter. He'll set up a screen. Dribbling behind his back is going to be Lobby. Lobby backing out. We'll give the ball to uh, Bonzoff. Right back out to him. He's going to shoot the three. That's going to be no good. And Dow will pull down the offensive board. Dow will direct traffic a little bit. Give it to Lobby. Lobby had the ball picked out of there. But he's able to track it down. And now he'll get it out here for Bonzoff. And Bonzoff... Who got the ball down low? It was an awkward pass to Bonzoff, and that got his feet a little bit off kilter, and he's going to end up taking an extra step as he gets going. He's the one that's going to be called for the turnover, but he was in a bad spot to begin with. So on the bounce here is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard takes it down that sideline. Dow shuts him off, and so they'll kick it between the circles here for Marsh. Marsh throws it down low. Shot off glass here by Danberg. It's going to be no good, and rebound taken out by Lovett. So Lovett with the board here, and he'll hand the basketball off for Lobby. Lobby gives it in the lane. A little jumper here by Marcy, going to be no And rebound is going to be taken out here by Axtell. So Axtell on the offensive end, still dribbling, is going to be Hubbard. And Hubbard 
We'll uh, pull a trigger on the jumper. That's going to be no good. Lobry with the board. And now they'll kick back here right side for three. Done. No good. And rebound again taken out here this time by Heinrichs. Heinrichs on the run. Will drive all the way in. Can't get the layup contested to go. And it's going to be rebounded by Dunn. So Dunn with a long outlet pass. They got numbers. Driving is Marcy. Marcy going to be fouled on the way to the basket. They had a two-on-one break after that long outlet pass by Isaac Dunn after he pulled down the rebound. Most of the opportunity to score took place under the other basket with that long outlet pass. So Marcy's foul will go to the line and shoot a couple, and the first one is up and no good. Kring called for his first foul. So free throw line hasn't been overly kind here for Loomis so far. They're 0 for 3 from the line. Now make it 0 for 4. But they get an offensive board out of it. That's Dow who comes out with the basketball. He's got it back now. Has the dribble. Going to back out. Going to shoot a 3 and hit a 3. Aaron Dow with the three-pointer. Being taken here by Coach Callen and the Wildcats. We're tied at 8. 2.31 to go here in the first quarter. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. To Loomis right after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. And welcome back. There's a quick little drive here for Axdell. Shot's going to be missed. Rebound is taken out by Lobby, but Lobby with a long outlet pass misses the intended target, so the ball is going to go out of bounds in that corner, so Axtell will get the ball back here now with 2.07 to go in the uh, first quarter. Been very entertaining. We're deadlocked at 8, and on the bounce here is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard gives left side, and then the entry pass down low for Lane Bertrand is going to be a little bit too high. Axtell is going to turn the ball over. Jake Marsh couldn't make the connection, so Lobby now will get the basketball. And he'll face no pressure until he gets across the timeline. There he'll be picked up by Zach Heinrichs. And they'll just work the ball here on the right side, getting it for Hemley. Hemley, nice pass down low. Dow goes up strong, and now Dow will go to the line. Aaron Dow elevates so well, averages 20.2 points per ball game. And now he'll step to the free throw line for two free throws, trying to break an eight-all tie. And trying to get uh, Loomis their first made free throw, and that's exactly what Dow does. The foul, by the way, on Lee Bertrand is his first and just the third against Axtell. So Dow makes the first free throw of the game here for the Wolves and misses the second. And the long rebound is going to go out of bounds. And It was uh, last touched by Dow. The officials are going to get together and huddle here. 
the officials are going to get together. The uh, back official has a different opinion than the near official, and they're going to discuss things here about whose basketball it is, and they're going to change the call. And the Axel fans are not complaining. If that gives you an indication, Loomis basketball here. That's probably a sign. In any event, Andrew Lobby will inbound on the baseline. Gives it to Marcy. Back into the corner here for Lobby, who will fire a three. That's going to be no good. And nothing but purple jerseys there pulling down the rebound. It was Bertrand who got the board here after the missed three by Loomis. Bertrand wants the ball down low, but they're working it between the circles. And on the dribble here, using up that dribble, is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard throws it in the lane. Pocket's going to be picked. That'll be an Axtell turnover. Wolves on the run. Dow on the drive to scoop the flip. No good. And rebound taken out by Bertrand. So Bertrand will throw it up ahead, and we're going to call a walk. Yes, we are. They got it to Tyler Danberg. Danberg made the catch, put on the brakes, but he slid to a stop, and that'll be an Axtell turnover. And that's one that hurts because it was right underneath the basket. Ball got him a little late, so that was not an easy play there for Bertrand. Final minute here before we end the first quarter. It's 9-8 Loomis, and they've got the basketball. They'll give it to Hemley. Hemley back out here for Marcy. Right wing to give it for Lobby. Lobby, little ball fake, puts up a shot with the sole intent of getting himself to the free throw line, and it worked. And that they're going to call here on Zach Heinrichs. So foul starting, it's early, but it's starting to mount up here on Axtell. That's their fourth team foul. Been spread out pretty well. And to the line is going to be Lobby for two, and he hits the first of two. So Lobby will have one more opportunity to add to his point total. He's a 74% free throw shooter. And Andrew Lobby will bend the knees, fire the free throw, and he'll hit the... uh, the side, and it's going to go out of bounds, and that was last touched by the shooter, so Loomis will drop back on defense. They lead it 10-8 to eight and uh, has not shot well from the free throw line. Hubbard, as a team here, not throwing any individual kid under the bus, but as a team, they have not shot the ball well. Heinrichs will bring across the timeline, and driving here is going to be Bertrand. Lane Bertrand will give it back Heinrichs on the right side for Kring. Kring shut off on the baseline. That's good defense there by Hunter Bonzoff. And they'll get it back out here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs gets it on the high post. Driving is going to be Bertrand. There's a whistle and a foul. And now two free throws coming up for number two. Good work there by Bertrand. Got the ball in immediately. Kind of a little open space there. Drove in there. Got some help side defense. And they are going to call a foul here on Hunter Bonzoff. That's going to be his first. So the free throw is on the way. And good for Bertrand. So Bertrand, with his first point of the ball game, makes it now 10-9 with 23.3 to go. We're still in the first quarter. Second free throw good, so we're deadlocked. Both at double digits now as Lobby will bring across the timeline as there's 15 seconds to go. Left side, Hemley. Hemley gets a screen. Hemley's going to drive. Hemley's going to take it off glass. No good. And rebound going to be taken out by Loomis. Orcutt got the rebound, a little runner, and they're going to call a walk with it as he put up the a little bit too early. So Orcutt with the defensive rebound after the uh, the miss. My apologies. Ryan uh, Hubbard got the rebound after the miss. 
Ball's going to be inbounded here by Lobby. Two seconds left. Lobby's going to shoot from half court. Lobby is going to be a little bit short, and that is going to do it. Deadlock to 10 as we head to the second quarter here in Loomis right after this timeout. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. And welcome back here to the broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Second game of the night here in Loomis. Overton needed overtime to get past Pleasanton. We're tied at 10 here as Axtell will throw into the corner, giving it to Heinrichs. Heinrichs back out. little drive here by Hubbard. Hubbard in the left. And they're going to call him for an extra step, tiptoeing through the traffic. So that will be a uh, turnover here, giving the ball right back to the uh, Loomis Wolves. Been a tight game throughout here. And now they'll kick the ball on the right side. Emily looking for a little seam. Will dribble past Marsh, and then Marsh will make him back out. So they'll give it out here for Marcy. Marcy, great pass inside for Dow. And then Dow missed the shot. It was altered there by Hubbard. Good work there by Hubbard to change the shot. But then a turnover. Entry pass down low, and we swap turnovers because Axdell's getting the ball right back. Penetration, kick in the corner for Kring. Kring on the baseline. Jumper no good. Dow with the tip, but in the hands of Kring. And Kring... He'll miss the first shot. Essentially, we'll get the putback. As it was tipped to him by Dow, who couldn't reel it in. Entry pass for Marcy. Marcy's going to kick back Dennis. Dennis is going to shoot the three. That's going to be no good. And a rebound is taken out by Axtell. Danberg pulled down the board here for the Wildcats. And he's got his hands on the... Marsh has got his hands on the right side. But on the baseline for Hubbard... Prior reverse layup, no good offensive rebound, and now we've got a foul. Danberg pulled down the offensive rebound, couldn't get the shot to fall, but he was hit on the body. So he'll have a do-over by shooting two free throws after the uh, foul is whistled here on Andrew Dennis, his first of the game. The free throws are a little bit short. So Danberg, who's got two points in the game, We'll go to the line for one more shot at it here. See if he can improve the Axtell lead. He does. It's now 13-10. Loomis with the ball back. And they'll bring it across the timeline. That's Lobby. Who's going to dribble. And he'll look. He'll look. Get the top of the circle here for Andrew Dennis. Dennis back down here for Dow. Now left side for Hemley. Back to Dow. Entry pass inside here for Marcy. Back out to Dow. 
And a little ball fake here by Andrew Dennis. Dennis is going to drive, jump stop, finds a cutter. That's Hemley. Hemley's shot is going to be deflected here by Kring, and Kring's going to pull down the board as well. So a little penetration, kick out for Hubbard. Hubbard for three, and Hubbard hits the three. Ryan Hubbard with a three-pointer. Loomis with the timeout. They're trailing it 16 to 10, 5.57 to go here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll keep it right here with our score 16 to 10 as uh, uh, the first uh, six points of the second quarter going to Axtell. And Loomis has not been able to get much offense generated here at all. So they're hoping to kind of change that. That's probably a little bit of the reason for the attention getting timeout. By the way, a final from earlier, Elm Creek over Amherst, 52-48 to over on KXPN Radio. So Elm Creek advances to the conference semifinals. The internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. So Loomis will inbound. They'll give it to Dow. Dow's going to penetrate, kick out here for Hemley. Hemley's going to shoot a three-pointer. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Dow. Dow with a nice pass, but the shot by Hemley is going to go off the iron, and finally coming up with a rebound here is going to be Danberg. So a great opportunity there for the Wolves, but they couldn't get it to fall. And then they're going to call a little reach foul here on uh, Joshua Marcy. That's going to be his second. So the lid's on the basket right now for Loomis. They played two and a half minutes, and they can't score. But Hemley makes the steal here. He's going to drive, and his dish is going to be turned over. Long outlet pass picked up by Kring, and Kring will score. What a great pass by Marsh after he forced the turnover and was able to get the shot. You get the pass up ahead and an easy shot off the iron. Shot by Marcy's going to be no good. Another rebound here by Kring, and again for Axtell. For Loomis, rather, they're having trouble getting the ball in the hole. Kring on the baseline. Shot block. Kring gets it back, and he's going to kiss it off the glass. It's good. Kring's first shot was uh, blocked, and now a 10-0 run to start the second quarter, and a timeout being taken again by Loomis. 4.48 to go here in the second quarter. Axtell with a 20-10 lead here in Loomis. We're back after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. And welcome back here to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're here in Loomis, and right now, a bit of a surprise. Axtell with 10 straight points to start the second quarter as a 20-10 lead over the hometown Wolves. Aaron Dow will give it top of the circle here for Isaac Dunn. 
And uh, they'll skip the ball here right wing for Lobby. Lobby will enter it inside here for Marcy. Marcy back around the perimeter, back and in. Ball faking. Dennis shots no good, but picking it up in the air there is going to be Aaron Dow. Actually, we'll call that a pass to Dow. Dow gets the bucket. He went there. I thought from my angle that that was a shot, but I think it was a pass instead. So good look there. Hubbard is going to drive. Kick back out here for Marsh. He's going to shoot the three. That's going to be off the mark. And rebound taken out by Dennis. Wolves throw it up ahead, trying to get it to Dow, and they throw it too high that the athletic Aaron Dow can't pull it down. So after scoring the first 10 points, Axdell gives up the bucket, but now they've got the ball back, leading it now 20-12 to 12, as they have been uh, able to dominate the first half of the second quarter. Bringing it up ahead here is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs, top of the circle. Kicks left wing, entry pass down low. Loose ball is going to be picked up. Danberg with the shot, Danberg with the offensive board. That one won't go. And finally pulling down the rebound here is going to be Marcy. And Marcy will help kick it right side. Open for three is Lobby. Lobby can't get it to fall. Rebound is tipped to the inside here for Hunter Bonzoff. Bonzoff's shot won't fall. And then Bonzoff trying to get the rebound just runs over a couple of guys. And that's going to be a foul. I think they're starting to get a little frustrated in there. Dow got one of the rebounds, tried to tip it up, couldn't get it to go. And now Hubbard will inbound the basketball. Hubbard's pass can be tipped right back into the hands of Dow. It's stolen away. Dow on the drive. Dow on the flip. No good. Pulling down the rebound there is Marcy. And then he has it tied up. Staying right with it is Hubbard. Possession arrow is uh, pointing to the Wolves. So they'll inbound on the baseline. And a timeout being taken, I think, by Axdell. 3.14 to go. They lead it 20-12 to 12 here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Back after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Back here in Loomis. Wolves are down 20 to 12 to the upstart Axtell Wildcats. And the Wolves will inbound on the baseline. They're going to lob it here for Marcy. Marcy between the circles going to draw. Loses the basketball. And the ball is going to be tipped out. And Lobby keeps it. So not a turnover. Nearly stolen away there by Jacob Weir. Kick right side. Working here is going to be Marcy. Marcy gives it top of the circle for Dunn. Dunn will set a screen here for Dow. Dow kicks in the corner. There's Lobby for three. It's going to be short. Offensive rebound and Bucket going to be up and in. Good work on the inside there by Dow. So Dow makes the putback there as he cleans the glass. So Heinrichs, four straight points here for Loomis. Driving is Hubbard. Hubbard now going to back up, and he's going to kiss it off the glass. Nice work there by Hubbard. Stopping. And then dropping back and kissing it off the glass for the bucket. Lobby on the penetration. Drives all the way in. Shot's going to be no good. And last touch by Axtell. 
Checking in here for the Wolves going to be uh, Brian Hemley and Andrew Dennis, a couple starters back in here for Drew Billiter and Loomis. So Dennis will toss in, and he'll get the ball for Aaron Dow. Dow helps work back around the perimeter, giving it to Lobby. Lobby's going to direct traffic. He backs out, still backing out, as he's being picked up man-to-man there by Heinrichs. They'll screen Heinrichs. Heinrichs fights through the screen. Putting up the shot is going to be Lobby, and it's going to be blocked there by Heinrichs out of bounds. He's going to stay with Loomis. Well, there's pretty good cheer for the Estelle faithful because that's good work fighting through that screen by Heinrichs. So Beer will pressure the inbounds. Throwing it in here is going to be Marcy. Marcy picks up a shot, no good. Offensive board picked up by Dennis, and now the drive by Dennis. He's going to be fouled. Again, a 12-4 run here in the second quarter for Axtell. They've got an eight-point lead with two minutes to go. But trying to cut into it is going to be Marcy after the foul is uh, called here on Jake Weir. That'll be his first. Two free throws coming up here. The first one's no good. Marcy with another shot at it. He's got two points in the game, and now he's got three because he strokes that one in. 22-15. So Zach Heinrichs, the sophomore, will throw it up ahead here for Danberg. The sophomore kicks it back out of Heinrichs. Heinrichs' entry pass is going to be knocked away. They're trying to connect with Danberg, yet another sophomore, but it's going to be knocked out of there by Dow. And on the baseline, it's going to be Hubbard, the senior, who will throw it in. And Hubbard will lob it up court here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs drives, elevates, shoots off glass, no good. Offensive board here by Danberg. Danberg's shot won't fall. We got another rebound and now a foul. Bertrand pulled down the board. And we're going to have a foul on the rebound. And it'll be on Marcy. That's going to be his third. So problems beginning to mount here for Loomis. Not only down by seven with a minute 37 to go, but some foul issues as well. We'll talk more about that at halftime. They'll work the ball back around here, left side. Jumper going to be an air ball, and it's going to be rebounded here by uh, Lobby. So Lobby comes up with it, and we've got a foul as he was outside the arc. That'll be a reach here on Zach Heinrichs. That'll be his second. But it was about the free throw line, so they'll inbound on the baseline. Above, it's on the sideline. Below, it's on the baseline, and it's being inbounded here by Dennis. Dennis will give it to Dow. Dow penetrates, kicks left side. Here's a three by Dennis. It's going to be no good, and he was fouled on the shot. Really, it was after, but they're going to call that 100% of the time. He got it off, but he hadn't landed yet. Well, that's a painful foul here on Lane Bertrand because that's going to surrender three free throws. And the first one is going to be up and good. So Dennis makes the first of the trifecta of free throws. And number 30 will step to the stripe again. And the second one's going to be no good. Hadn't been on the free throw line a lot. He's only one of five coming into the game. So he makes one out of two so far. And this next one's good. So he makes two out of the three. 
He cuts the lead down to five. So Axtell in the offensive end. Here's Ryan Hubbard. He'll give the ball on that left side for Marsh. Skip it out top of the circle here for Weir. Good entry pass inside in trouble. is going to be Marsh, but Marsh finds a way to get the shot off and is able to muscle his way in, gets the bucket. Loomis is going to answer all the way back. They don't shut off Ryan Hemley. And Hemley, fast breaks after a made basket, goes all the way in for the bucket. It's a five-point ball game. Skip pass over there for Hubbard. Hubbard will fire a three. Thought he missed it and did. And it's going to be rebounded by Bonzop. So Bonzop pulls down the board. And a quick little runner as they pass it up ahead. Bucket is good for Dennis. So Dennis with the bucket. And now with 33 seconds to go. We've got a three-point ball game. After giving up the first ten points, Loomis has cut the lead down three. They're going to skip it. Backdoor cut. Driving here is Weir, and Weir is going to hit the shot. Good work there finding Jake Weir. 18 seconds left. Here's Lobby on the right wing. Thought maybe Axtell wanted to milk the clock, but when Weir broke loose, they were able to find him. Top of the circle, Bonds off. Gives right side. Here's Lobby for three, and he hits the three. Andrew Lobby strokes it in. One second left. A three-quarter court shot going to end up here on the stage. So we head to the locker rooms. It's Axtell 26, Loomis 24. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. And welcome back here to Loomis, our halftime score. It's the guests from Axtell, 26-24 over the Loomis Bulls here in the Fort Carney Conference quarterfinals. And this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Well, before we uh, get through everything and uh, take a look at our halftime numbers, let's tell you what's happened so far today. What's going on in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament? Earlier today, it was Overton with a 73-68 to win in overtime over Pleasanton in a well-fought basketball game. That game was a lot of fun. And some tremendous uh, performances in the game as well in a losing effort for uh, uh, Pleasanton. Uh, we uh, got 31 points from Hunter Pates. Leading the way was Morgan Wallace for Overton with 22. So that was a great battle there. And uh, now we're at halftime with our score 26 to uh, 24. Whoever wins this game will be taking on Overton. Right now, Axtell does have the advantage here at intermission. And uh, let's uh, check the other scores that we had for you on the other side of the bracket. 
uh, earlier tonight, Elm Creek with a 52-48 to win over Amherst. So the uh, Buffaloes advance to the uh, conference semifinals, which will be played on Friday night. Of course, all those games will be on KXPN Radio. And at the end of the first quarter, Hillcox, Wilcox Hildreth and Elwood are deadlocked at 22. So that game uh, being played pretty darn tight as well. So our games tonight on the boys' side has been very, very tight here. As again, Wilcox Hildreth 22, Elwood 22. They're in the first quarter over on KXPN Radio. And of course, we remind you that you can listen to all of our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com and the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Preps group of stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holders, Lexington, and Lincoln. And uh, just a friendly reminder, you can download us in your Google Play Store, the uh, Apple App Store, and uh, you just download it and just uh, hit like one button and you're streaming basketball. It's kind of a wonderful thing, especially when you're looking at such great basketball games as we've had here tonight in Loomis. First game was overtime. First game was tied at halftime. It was tied at the end of regulation before Overton came away with the win. This game's been tight throughout, and right now, Axtell with a 26-24 lead here in Loomis. We'll step away for a moment. We've totaled up all of our numbers, and we'll give you those halftime stats when we return with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We're at the break, and right now it's 26-24 as Axdell has the lead here in Loomis. And let's check our halftime numbers. Leading the way for the Wolves is Aaron Dow. He's got eight points and seven rebounds. Andrew Lobby with seven points, a couple of boards. Andrew Dennis with four points, one rebound. Joshua Marcy has three points, three rebounds. And Brian Himmelie with two points. And one rebound. Unofficially, Loomis is 8 of 32 shooting. They're shooting about 25% in the game. They are 3 13 from three-point range, so about 23%. And they're struggling at the free-throw line as well. They're 5 of 13, shooting at 38.5% here in the ballgame. They have rebounded at 14 times here in the first half and have turned the ball over five times here against Axtell. And so right now, Axtell winning the rebounding margin 19 to 15, and they've turned the ball over only seven times here in the first half. Leading the way for them, very balanced scoring. Both Ryan Hubbard and Creighton Kring have six points each. Kring has four rebounds. Hubbard has three. Zach Heinrichs is right there. He's got five points, 
rebounds. Tyler Danberg with three points, six rebounds. Lane Bertrand with a couple of points and a couple of boards. Jake Weir with two points. And Jake Marsh also has two points. He also has one rebound. Unofficially for Axtell, they are 10 of 28 from the field, shooting about 35.7%. They are 2 of 6 from three-point range, shooting 33%. 4 out of 6 from the free-throw line for, well, two-thirds or 66.7%. But some of the rebounds have been offensive rebounds. Uh, even after shots have been blocked, Axtell's been able to stay with them. They've gotten some second-chance points, and that's one reason why they have a 26-24 to 24 lead as uh, we will wrap up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here from Loomis when we return right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. Brandy Bushcutter with her engineer Spencer Shield back in Maywer here in Loomis, obviously, where the Wolves are trailing it here 26 to 24 at halftime. And if you're uh, Loomis, I, I think you have to find a way to get things going on track offensively. Find a way to get Aaron Dow going. Find a way to get some of these other guys that. Uh, uh, are pretty good offensive forces for you. Get them rolling. Now, Dow's doing okay. Marcy, though, you need to get him started. Need to find a way to get Lobby going a little bit. They're not shooting the ball real well, only shooting about 25%. Be patient offensively. Get some good looks. And then begin to kind of build that rhythm. Maybe give up on that outside shooting game. Work to try to get some back cuts. Get going. And if you're Axtell, keep going and keep going on. You are right now pulling off an upset. Uh, against uh, the, the second team in the uh, Fort Kearney Conference and just keep battling. I love what they're doing. When they get a, a shot blocked back in the face, they get the offensive board, and they're attacking. If you're Axtell, you need to stay in attack mode. If you're Loomis, be patient. Look for some good shots. That's my opinion of what we need to do, and that is our seeds of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Oh, that's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. And it is Axel basketball as we start 
the second half here. They've got the two-point lead. And on the dribble here is Marsh. Marsh will throw it between the circles for Heinrichs. Heinrichs is going to be shut off there by Dennis, so they'll get the ball back out to Marsh. Top of the circle here is Hubbard. Hubbard has his pocket pick. Axtell turns the ball over. Great bounce pass to set up the layup. And scoring is going to be Hemley. Well, after the steal, driving up with the basketball is Dennis. And Dennis with a great pass to Hemley for the easy bucket. The ball's in the lane here from Marsh. Marsh will put up the jumper. That's going to be no good. And rebound taken out here by the Wolves. They're on the run. And in attack mode immediately is Brian Hemley. Well, Loomis is doing what Loomis does. They like to run with the basketball. And they've had the opportunity, their first two offensive trips. And they've cashed in with one bucket. Now they're going to cash in potentially with two free throws. At the line is going to be Hemley. And the free throw is going to be up and good. The foul, by the way, on Tyler Danberg was his first. So the caveat to what I was saying in halftime is, I guess if it's there, go for it. Second free throw is in and out, no good. And rebound, he'll be pulled out here by Axtell. It's Kring who gets the board, and he'll hand the basketball to Marsh. Marsh in the offensive end here. As they've surrendered three straight points as Axtell, they've surrendered the lead. Hubbard driving, and he'll throw the ball off the hands of Danberg. Danberg picks it up near midcourt. That pass is going to be deflected. It goes out of bounds, and that went up the shoe tops of Hubbard. So Axtell doing what they don't want to have happen, and that is a couple of turnovers here to start the second half. They haven't even really got a good look at the basket yet. Lobbying the offensive end. We'll give it to Aaron Dow. Christy. Looks inside for Dow. Dow in the lane is going to kick the ball back out, set a screen for Hamley, and now backing out with the basketball is going to be Dennis. Wasn't much there, and the ball is going to be knocked into the backcourt, but it was touched, so Lobby can go back there, bring it up without the over and back call. And he'll set it up. He'll move Hamley out. Will give and go. The drive off the iron, no good. A good look there, but it wouldn't fall, and Hubbard will pull down the defensive rebound. Loomis got a good look there. Running on that offense. Now Heinrichs on the baseline. Going to penetrate, kick out for Hubbard. Hubbard doesn't want to shoot over the top of Dennis, so he'll hand the basketball off to Marsh. Marsh facing the double team. Gets it uh, here for Kring. Kring's driving. Kring rattles it home. Little runner in the lane that rattled about five, six times on both ends of the rim and then goes in. Back on top is Axtell at 28-27. Outside the lane on the bounce here is going to be Dow. Dow throws it in the corner. They get it in the baseline here for Marcy. Marcy, great pivot, and he's going to take it off the glass and good. Fake to the inside, kept that pivot foot, the one closest to the rack, going, and then pivoted on that and took it off the glass. That's a that's a nice play. Heinrichs has his pass stolen away. Another Axtell turnover. Coming out of there with there's going to be Hemley. Can't really run, and he'll give the ball off here to Marcy. Marcy penetrates, gives it to Lobby. Lobby on the baseline, right back out to Marcy. Marcy penetration gives it to Dow. Goes off Dow's hands, so he'll throw it back out to Marcy. Marcy's going to drive, and collecting the charge here is going to be Hubbard. Going to work there by Hubbard, setting in there, waiting for the attack to come. And Josh Marcy has committed his fourth foul of the game. So 29-28. This game a whole lot different than the one last week where it was a 21-point win for Loomis. Marsh, entry pass, going to be stolen away. Up ahead of Lobby. Lobby on the drive. Flips it up and in, in traffic. Good bucket there by Andrew Lobby. And in 
on the stage getting the ball to inbound it is going to be Danberg. And Danberg will give it now to Heinrichs. Loomis on top here by three. Dribbling on the baseline, Heinrichs. Heinrichs. And they're going to call a jump ball. Heinrichs had it and had it held. And the possession arrow is pointing to Loomis. So that will be essentially another Axtell turnover. So Axtell turning the ball over here in the second half. I think that's five here in the quarter. On the bounce here is going to be Dow. Dow will work off a screen, fire a three, and hit a three. Aaron Dow on the dribble, kept that rhythm going, got a nice high screen there from Bonzoff, and he's able to stroke in the three. So here on the bounce is going to be Heinrichs. He'll throw on that left side for Danberg. Danberg working against Dow, going to drive all the way off the baseline and score. Tyler Danberg created a little seam to drive the baseline and got the bucket. Dow now on the dribble. He'll drive the baseline. He'll try the reverse layup, and he'll score. Pretty drive there by Aaron Dow. So on the bounce here is going to be Zach Heinrichs. He'll give left side here for Danberg. Back out for Zach. Zach's going to drive, finds a little open space in this zone. The jumper is going to be no good. Rebound to Loomis and a foul is going to be called here on the Wildcats. 3.54 to go, third quarter, 36-30 here in Loomis. And the foul on Danberg is his second. He's got both fouls here in the second half for uh, Axtell. Dow, after the pass was tipped, has the dribble. He'll give it top of the circle here for Lobby. Lobby back out for Dow. Dow with 13 in the game. Driving, kicking, open for three is done. In and out, no good. And the loose ball is going to be picked up by Axtell. It's Danberg who pulls up the board. And on the run here is going to be Marsh. Marsh kicks it. Back out here for Danberg. Back to to, uh, Weir. And Weir with a strong drive. As he'll flip that up and in. That's a horse move for you. That'll make it now 36-32. So on the dribble as they work back around the perimeter. And now we're going to have a drive. Before the shot, we've got a foul. They're going to call that here against Axtell. Well before the shot. That one will go on Jake Marsh. That's going to be his second. So on the baseline inbounding here is going to be Hemley. Hemley will lob it to Dow. Dow well behind a three-point arc. Throws it in the lane. And the shot going to be a little bit short here for Bonzoff. And rebound taken out by Weir. Long pass ahead. Going to call a whistle in there. And it's going to be a little bit of a push. Here on Loomis. That'll be on Lobby, his first. So Axtell on the baseline inbounds with 2.44 to go here in the quarter. They give it for Weir. Back out for Marsh. Into the corner. Here's a three-pointer for Kring. He has it swatted out of bounds. Isaac Dunn with the block, getting the high five here from Dow. Dow. 
But again, so many times you get a shot blocked and Axtell scores on that possession anyway. They still have possession here. Heinrichs gets it back, gives it right side. Here's the three. It's going to be on the rim and in. Great shooter's touch there for Jake Marsh as it bleeds over the top. Good screen there set by Bonzoff, driving off of it. Lobby, reverse layup underneath, and it's going to be no good. And a foul on Loomis. Well, Lobby missed the shot, tried to get the rebound, but instead got the arm and receives the foul. 36-35, Loomis with a one-point lead. Axtell with the basketball. Two minutes to go here in the third. Great entry pass on the baseline here for Weir. Weir throws it down low, and it's going to go off the hands of Axtell and out of bounds. Wildcats are moving the ball pretty quickly there. And now a chance for Loomis to add to the lead. This game has been played tight throughout. Both teams have had like a five or six point lead, but that's been it. We've been within a couple of possessions all night. Dow has it. We'll back up. Two-pointer. Good. They respected his ability to drive. He just backed up, created his own shot. He's got such a, a quick shot there. And Loomis now with a 38-35 lead. On the left side, that's Danberg. Enters in the lane, and on the entry pass, we've got a whistle. They threw it down low, and this is going to be on uh, Loomis. And that's going to be on Dow. That's just his first. So Dow has 15. Lobby has nine. Kring has eight here for Axtell. All their starters have somewhere between five and eight points. Loomis is going to fire the three-pointer over there. Um, it's going to be Axtell fires the three-pointer. It's going to be no good. And now Loomis will fire the three in the corner. That's Dennis, and Dennis will drain it. So Dennis makes the three-pointer. So working around the perimeter is going to be Danberg. Danberg entry pass slapped out of there. Dribbling out with it is going to be Dennis. Dennis takes it all the way to the baseline, spins in the lane, takes it off fast, no good. Offensive rebound, Bonzoff. Bonzoff gives it to Dennis. They kick it out, the three, good. How'd they keep the ball alive? Great hustle by Bonzoff. And they find Lobby who drains the three. Circle that because it makes for a nine-point lead, 44-35. to 35. Kick in the corner, Danberg for three, no good. Offensive board, Heinrichs. Heinrichs is going to be on the dribble. Working around the perimeter, 25 to go. The drive, the scoop off the back of the heel, no good for Weir. Coming up with it is Dow. Long outlet pass for Dennis. Dennis with a layup, it's good. So now the lead is 11. 10 seconds to go here in the quarter. Kick right side, ball's deflected. Coming up with it, going to be a block here as Weir is driving, has it swatted out of bounds. Swatted out of bounds with 6.4. So Axtell will inbound the ball again. A great run here for Loomis late in the quarter. They have opened it up, but they got to play a little defense here. They throw it to Heinrichs. It's in the backcourt. It's a loose ball. Hemley gives it up ahead. Layup. Good for Dennis. One second left, and that's going to be it. That's going to be it. Axtell with a turnover. They hit about a 45-second, a 45-foot shot, but it was well after. The Hornets sounded. Dennis with the late bucket. 
Axtell does hit about a 60-footer, but about a second after the clock expires, and now we head to the fourth quarter. Momentum belongs to Loomis, and also a 48-35 lead belongs to the Wolves when we start the fourth quarter after this timeout. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Well, I score at one point was 35-36. So a 12-0 run to end the quarter here in the third. And that has opened up things here for Loomis. They lead it 48-35. to Welcome back to the broadcast booth. Brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So on the bounce here is going to come Lobby. Lobby gives it to Dennis, top of the circle. Dennis gives it to Dow. Dow falling down, saves it without traveling with it, gets it to Dennis. And again, Lobby has it. Bonds again had that one rebound on his backside. He's able to roll it out, and it turned into a three-pointer. That was one of the big moments of the game. That pushed the lead out to nine. And since then, Loomis has had that momentum. Dow has it top of the circle, giving it to Danberg. Danberg will get it. Will set uh, set a screen here for Dow. Dow going to back up, fire a three. It's off the iron, no good. Rebound tipped, won't fall here for Marcy. Marcy with another rebound gets it back out to Dow. Dow's going to drive. Dow's going to flip, and Dow's going to score. Dow's going to hit the bucket. And Marcy with a great little bit of rebounding there as well. So with the ball here is going to be Marsh. 15-point lead now. Kick out left side. Here's a three by Marsh. No good. Offensive board, Danberg. Danberg will score. Well, that's what you need if you're Axtell. You need to stop the bleeding somehow. They're still down by 13. And now the dribble here for Lobby. Going to kick it out for Hemley. Hemley drives on the inside. Loomis will turn the ball over. Stepping in there is Danberg to make the steal. So here comes Hubbard. He'll get here left side for Marsh. Marsh, nice pass to Kring, who will take it off the glass and in. Good cut flying through that baseline, getting the bounce pass and going up strong. So Axtell with a little bit of an answer. They're still down by 11 as Dow will drive. Kick it back, and we work around the perimeter. They give it to Lobby. Inside for Dow. Dow elevates. One-handed shot. Going to be no good. Tracking down the rebound here is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard with the board. And now across the timeline is going to come Marsh. Marsh kicks out for Hubbard. Hubbard thought about the three. Throws it in danger. The ball's knocked back to Hubbard. Hubbard's going to drive. Runs into the defender, and they're going to call a block. The Loomis fans are going to groan, but... Marcy was not set, and he's now picked up his fifth and final foul. Marcy has to come out of the ballgame. So inbounding the ball here is going to be uh, Axtell, and they'll give it for Heinrichs. 
Heinrichs has the top of the circle. Kicks here left side for Marsh, and Marsh will hit a three. Jake Marsh with the three-pointer. Lead has been cut down to eight. So the fourth quarter, Axtell with a nice little run here. And we've got a timeout. Timeout being taken here by the Wolves. 5.33 to go here in the fourth quarter. They lead it 50-42 this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. We return to Loomis right after this. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. They're at halftime over in Wilcox-Hildreth, and right now, Wilcox-Hildreth, the Falcons have a 42-34 lead over Elwood. Of course, everybody trying to make it into the uh, semifinals, which will be played Friday night on KXP Radio. And, of course, we've uh, had one dramatic game here. The three seed needed overtime to get past the six seed, and so it was Overton over Pleasanton. And now... A scrappy seventh seed here, working against the number two seed, Loomis. Loomis has a 50-42 lead. Dow has it. Nice little pass on that baseline. Jumper for Bonzoff is going to be no good. And rebounding it is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard brings it up ahead. They get it down low. Kring with the jumper. Won't fall. Offensive board here for Marsh. Marsh with a step through. Takes it off glass. And he's going to head to the line. He got the offensive rebound. And now we'll see if he can cash in from the free throw line. 5-12 5-12 to go here, fourth quarter. And to the line to shoot a couple is going to be a 50% free throw shooter. And it's going to be up and good here for Marsh. So Marsh makes the first to 43. And the second one is up and good as well. For Lobby, by the way, that was his third foul. And he's going to be on the dribble, working against the pressure of Marsh as he brings across the timeline. Gives it off here for Dennis. Dennis, top of the circle for Bonds off. Bonds off off the screen, gives it to Lobby, who will fire a three. Off the mark, no good. Marsh will pull down the board. Marsh being pressured, loses the ball, but right into the hands of Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs is going to drive, takes it off glass. That's going to be no good. Ball being tipped around. Finally, Axtell pulls it down. Bertrand with the shot. That one won't fall as Dow will end the possession. Good look there for Bertrand. The ball's in the corner. Nearly turned over. Good work there keeping it alive. That hustle by Dennis. Gets the ball out to Dow. He's picked up by Bertrand. And with 4.24 to go, Loomis can milk the clock here a little bit. A little early to talk about that. With 4.19 to go. And their score only 50-44. Loomis will get the ball on this left side here for Hemley. Wolves trying to add to their lead. Dow's got it. Picked up by Bertrand. And they'll give it to Bonzoff, and Bonzoff's going to be fouled. I think that's just tired legs there on Ryan Hubbard's part to commit his first foul of the game. We're not quite at the midway point here. That's only four fouls on Axtell. So Loomis will inbound on the baseline. Next foul by the Wolves will send the Wildcats to the line. 
And so Lobby gets the ball inbound. He gives it back to Dow. Dow's going to drive. How did he find a seam? But he did. Good power dribble to take it through the lane there, and he's got 19 in the game. Driving here is going to be Heinrichs, and Heinrichs all the way to the rack is going to score. Well, if number 14 can score on this end, number 14 can score on that end. Now the drive by Lobby. They don't shut him off. He puts it on the glass, and now we got a foul on the rebound, on the uh, shot. So Lobby will go to the strike. That'll be on Danberg. That's going to be his third. Game's been played at a torrid pace. Loomis a little bit deeper bench. So we'll see if Axtell gets tired here. Lobby hits the first of two free throws here. And so the second free throw is up and good. It makes both of those. Loomis now 8 out of 17 from the free throw line. That number's getting better, and they make a steal. Dow with the steal. Missed the layup. Hubbard is going to pull down the defensive board. And we've got a whistle. It's going to be a blocking foul. Called here on Axtell. Moving screen, if you will. And that will be on Tyler Danberg. So that'll serve really as a turnover for Axtell. The lobby brings it across. Loomis leads it 54-46, 3.20 to go. Lobby on the dribble, in the lane, kicks it out. Here's an open three for Dow. And it's off the iron and no good. Rebound by Marsh. Marsh with the board. Marsh is on the run. Marsh loses the ball in the lane. Axdell turns it over. Pass up and off the hands of Hemley. Hemley can't track it down. And Loomis trying to run and get a bucket here. Had they been able to make a, maybe a little bit better pass to Hemley, or him making an unbelievable catch. He was going to be right underneath the basket. Would have got a layup. Passes like that that aren't completed, you don't mind because if you make the catch, you got a bucket. Pass in the lane. Driving here is Danberg. Danberg off the iron. Gets the rattle. It falls in. He's got the bucket. And that will make now for a six-point ball game. 54-48. Loomis with the lead and the basketball here. And they'll bounce it for Isaac Dunn. Dunn working against the pressure of Hubbard. And they're going to finally call the foul. Well, both teams in the bonus now. The foul here is going to be on Ryan Hubbard. He picked up both fouls here in the fourth quarter. And to the line to shoot a one-and-one will be Isaac Dunn. Dunn will take his time at the line here. And his first free throw is on the way, and it is good. And a timeout being taken here by Loomis. 2.38 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's 55-48. Wolves with the lead. And they'll be at the free throw line after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. 
highlighted by the prime time contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. Well, second free throw coming up here for Dunn, who hasn't been at the line a lot. He's two out of six coming into action tonight. He has the second half of the one-and-one here, and he rolls that one in. He makes both ends. For a guy with not much experience in a tight basketball game in the fourth quarter, he did an outstanding job there. Long outlet pass up ahead here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs is going to drive in the lane and score. Well, Wildcats wasted no time answering back. They cut that lead back down to six. It's 56-50. Loomis again with a two-possession lead. Probably not too early to talk about that with 2.18 to go. Driving here is going to be Hemley. Hemley has a shot blocked and a little bit of the arm there by Andrew Dennis. We had a great vantage point of that right in front of us, and he got a lot of basketball and a little bit of arm. Officials with the right call here. And to the free-throw line is going to be Hemley. Emily shooting two. And he's a 50% free throw shooter, and he makes that one. Free throws up and good. 57-50. Loomis pushes the lead out to seven. Make it eight. They have shot well from the free throw line, especially here in the fourth quarter. They didn't shoot well in the first half, but they didn't shoot well in the fourth quarter. You take that. Marsh. We'll hand the basketball to Heinrichs. Heinrichs passes inside, ball knocked loose. Axtell somehow comes up with it. Danberg, tough shot, offensive board. Tipping it in is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard with a great putback. And now up ahead on the run here is going to be Dennis. Dennis Rice has a shot blocked by Danberg, and Danberg picks it up. Good block and then board there. So now Marsh has it, 58-52, minute 37 to go. Driving here is Hubbard. He's going to back out for Heinrichs. Heinrichs back out. Here's an open three for Marsh. Top of the three, top of the key, no good. And rebounded by Dunn. Dunn will end the possession. On the run, they get it up ahead. Shot's going to go up high off the top of the glass as Dennis can't come up with it. And the rebound is going to be pulled down here by Loomis. And a timeout for the Wolves. Timeout, Loomis. Minute 19 to go. They lead it 58-52. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're back. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back here to Loomis. These guys have been just battling, battling, battling. Fortunately, everybody stayed healthy through the course of the game. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney. I think the officials have called a good game. They've allowed them to be physical. They've allowed them to play basketball. The game's had a great flow. In fact, both games today have had a good flow. Loomis with the basketball and a six-point lead, and they're looking to milk the clock. They are passing it around, and now on the dribble here is going to be Andrew Lobby, and it's going to be Lobby who goes to the free-throw line. 
gives us a chance to talk about free throw shooting here a little bit. They're a good free throw shooting team, shooting 68% on the season. Dow shoots 79, Lobby at the line shoots 74%, and Marcy shoots 71%. So here's the front end of the one and one, and it's up and good. So Lobby hits the front end, earns the second half, makes it 59 to 52, and the second free throw will rim in and out no good. Snagging the board there is going to be Hubbard. Hubbard helps work the ball up ahead. They run the floor, and the jumper on that right side going to be good for Heinrichs, and a timeout taken by the Cats. Minute nine to go. They cut the lead down to 54-59, down by five of the Wildcats, who call the timeout, brought to you by E. Attorney. We'll take the timeout as well. We'll be back to Loomis right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Overton and Elm Creek won games. Overton in overtime here on Class Gets 98.9 FM over on KXPN Radio. That's where Elm Creek won. And at last report, it was Wilcox Hill with a 42-34 lead over Elwood. Well, we're in the fourth quarter here with a minute to go. A five-point Loomis lead, 59-54. And they've got the basketball. They're going to inbound it here for Lobby. And Lobby dribbling around with it. Going to be fouled and he'll go to the line. Axtell forced to have this foul strategy here, down by five. That's going to be the fourth foul of the game here on Jake Marsh. Ten as a team. Well, 11 technically, so there'll be two free throws coming up here for Lobby. And the first one is up and good. <laughs> 60 seconds to go. Both teams have a couple of timeouts left. The free throw is good. Make it a seven-point lead. And now they'll throw the ball up ahead. Elevation here by Hubbard. Hubbard shoots the three. That's going to be no good. Offensive board. It's going to be up and in. Good work inside by Jake Weir. After the miss, he got the putback. And now another timeout taken by Axtell. Well, we're 10 seconds closer to the end. We've got 50 seconds to go and a five-point lead once again here for Loomis. They lead at 61-56 when they inbound here from Loomis right after this timeout. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Well, they're entering the fourth quarter. Wilcox Hildreth in good shape in the other quarterfinal game going on right now. The top seed here in the Fort County Conference Tournament has a 53-38 lead over Elwood. Here we've got 50 seconds to go. 61-56 Loomis with the lead and the basketball. Hemley is going to inbound it and he'll get the ball in the hands here of Aaron Dow and Dow is going to be fouled immediately and the 79% shooter will 
throw the ball up court to the official. And now he'll trot over to the free throw line. He'll be the only guy in the Loomis uniform on that end of the court. And some free throws here down the stretch can ice this thing here for the two seed. Down, as we said, a good free throw shooter. Strokes in the first one. Aaron Down now with 20 points in the ballgame. Andrew Lobby has 17. Andrew Dennis with 11. Second free throw is on the way, and he hits both of them. So Dow with 21. They'll roll it up ahead here for Ryan Hubbard. Hubbard on the dribble. Hubbard trailing 63-56. Gives it right side, driving his Marsh. Marsh on the baseline gives it Danberg. Danberg drives, kisses it off the glass, and that's going to be good. Ball inbounded here for uh, Lobby, and Lobby loses the ball. They're going to say that Ryan Hubbard committed the foul, so Lobby will step to the stripe. Now with 33 seconds to go. Ian Loomis has hit their free throws down the stretch. Axtell does not have much of a choice but to try to extend the game as much as possible. And uh, two more free throws coming up here from Lobby, and Lobby will hit that one. Second free throw is up and good as well as a team. Loomis is now 19 of 29 from the free throw line. Zach Heinrichs up that sideline. Kicks it in the corner. Turnaround three here for Weir is good. Jacob Weir strokes in the three-pointer and a timeout being taken here by Axdell. Wildcats ain't going away, folks. It's 65-61, 26 seconds to go after this timeout. Brought to you by Ian did your crops lose their fertilizer to mother nature last spring this year you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them to get Enzone added to your fertilizer talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer if they don't have Enzone synergizer nutripack encourage them to visit with mid nebraska chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308-468-6206 well let's give you a little bit of a game reset here both teams are in the bonus loomis is in the double bonus our score is 65 61 loomis with a four-point lead they've got the basketball here uh, in, in the final minute. The possession arrow is pointing to Axtell. I think Axtell is out of timeouts, according to my calculations, and Loomis has won. There's 26.6 to go here, and Loomis can run the baseline if they want to. Hemley's going to inbound, and he'll get the ball into Lobby. Lobby's going to dribble, and Lobby's going to be fouled immediately by Zach Heinrichs. That'll be his third. And again, a good free-throw shooter will step to the uh, free-throw line here. Loomis as a team, 19 of 29. I don't think any of those 10 misses were here in the fourth quarter. And that good fourth quarter free throw shooting continues with Andrew Lobby, who, as we mentioned, is a quality shooter at 74. He hit the first one, and now he hits the second one. So 67-61. They roll the ball up here to Hubbard. Hubbard gives it back out for Weir, and the pass back to Weir is going to be swatted out of bounds. So they work a little bit of time off the clock here, 21.2. And with Axtell out of timeouts, Loomis can take some time inbounding it if, even if Axtell scores. Turnaround jumper here by Marsh. Marsh hits a tough two-pointer top of the key. And uh, ball inbounded now with 12 seconds to go. And Loomis 
We'll get the ball back to Lobby. Lobby will get back to the line. And the foul here is going to be on Zach Heinrichs. That's his fifth and final. So he's out of the ball game here with 11.7 to go. 67-63 our score. Lobby to the line. And Lobby is 10 of 12 today from the free throw line. And Lobby at the stripe. Free throw is up and good. Andrew Lobby with 22 in the game. 13 of those from the free throw line. Well, 11 of them from the free throw line. And the second free throw is good, is missed. Miracles do happen. Rebounded by Axdell, but they're going to throw it away in that right side. Jake Weir got the rebound, was trying to lead the break, had to throw it in the corner quickly, and that will be a painful turnover here for Axdell. And we're going to have a whistle here as they bring the ball up ahead in the hands of Lobby, and guess who goes to the free throw line? And again, Lobby will have two more coming up. And the first one's no good. Several in a row. First miss in a long, back-to-back misses here for Loomis in a long time. And the second one's going to be good here for Lobby. Still had a good free throw shooting night. Ball in the hands here of uh, Marsh. Marsh from midcourt will fire a three. It's going to be off the mark. And that is going to do it. Our final score, it's Loomis with a 69-63 win over Axtell. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with both coaches, look at our stats when we have the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel, propane, and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. This is the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. It wasn't easy, but Loomis holds on here at home uh, against the number seven seed, Axtell, a final of 69 
263. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Axtell. They had four players in double figures tonight. Very balanced scoring. Jake Marsh with 12 and four rebounds. Tyler Danberg with 11 points, nine rebounds. Zach Heinrichs, 11 points, three rebounds. Creighton Creighton with 10 points, five boards. Jake Weir had nine points off the bench and three rebounds. Ryan Hubbard with eight points, eight rebounds. Lane Bertrand with a couple of points and three rebounds. Unofficially, Axtell was 26 of 56 from the field, shooting about 46% in the game. They were 5 of 15 from three-point range for 33%, and uh, they were 6 of 8 from the free-throw line. They pulled down 35 rebounds here in the game, but they did turn the ball over 18 times here in the game. Loomis picks up the 69-63 win. They were... Uh, out-rebounded by 14 by Axtell, but they turned the ball over only eight times here tonight. They had three players in double figures. Uh, Andrew Lobby led the way with 23 points, two rebounds. He was 12 of 16 from the free-throw line. Aaron Dow with 21 points, nine rebounds, and he was three out of four from the line. Andrew Dennis with 11 points and one rebound. Brian Hemley with seven points, two rebounds. Joshua Marcy with five points, five rebounds. Isaac Dunn with a couple of points and a couple of rebounds. They were unofficially 20 of 57 shooting for 35% here in the game. They were 6 of 20 from three-point range for 30%. But from the free-throw line, and they got there a lot because they penetrated, and then down the stretch, Axdell committed the fouls, and Loomis scored a lot of points in that fourth quarter from the free-throw line. Uh, They were 23 of 35 from the free-throw line, shot 65.7% from the line, and that's just a little bit under where they shot on the the season from the free-throw line, and they struggled in the first half, but in the second half, they shot very well from the free-throw line, and so they scored 23 points from the line and are able to hold on here for a nice win, 69-63 to over Axtell, and kind enough to join us to talk about it is uh, Drew Billiter, and uh, Drew, uh, Axtell uh, pushed you guys pretty good. You guys had to do a lot of things right down the stretch. Yeah, they pushed us last time, too. I mean, that's a tough matchup for us. They're a good team, and, you know, their record's not indicative of what they actually are, just like Pleasanton. I mean, those are not five-win teams. No. I mean, you know that. You watch enough basketball. Those are good teams, so. Yeah, they they, they, they really are, and, and I think one of the problem they have is you can wear them down because they don't have a tremendous bench, whereas you guys didn't. I think that might have been that that pace of the game might have benefited you guys because you guys are more deep. Yeah, it did. And we wanted to keep pushing the ball and we wanted to keep attacking. And you know, we did that last game really well in the in the fourth quarter, and that's what helped us. We in that end of the third quarter, we really got things going and the tempo, and and then you know, it's just like once it slowed down again, we got stagnant and you know didn't execute, and then we pressed a little bit, and so it's just so tough to play a team on Thursday and come back and play him Tuesday. Yeah, and for you guys tonight, that first half, especially from the free throw line, you guys did not shoot well. And then you contrast that with how well you did shoot in the fourth quarter. Lobby led the attack from the free throw line. He really stepped up for you guys from the line. Yeah, I, I really trust him. He, he's a very good free throw shooter. I think a couple times he's shot 9 out of 10 a couple times this year in games. I don't know what he was tonight, but it had to have been really good because – we relied on him, you know, to, to make those free throws down the stretch. And, you know, we we couldn't get stops on defense, and we had to rely on free throws. And, you know, if he doesn't make those, it's a different game. He was 12 out of 16. He did yeah. miss two, kind of really when sure. the game was decided. 
But he was pretty much perfect the rest of that uh, that fourth quarter. And, and again, uh, the guys that you go to for points certainly stepped up for you tonight. Aaron Dow finished with uh, 21. Lobby had 23. So yeah. there's, you know, that's a pretty good start to to uh, getting enough points to outscore Axtell. Yeah, I mean, you know, you see Aaron Dow out there, and you don't think he gets 21. I mean, it's just so quiet normally. And you know, Drew, you know, did what he's supposed to. You know, and, and, you know, Joshua is a sophomore for us, and he got in foul trouble, and he just struggled early. But, you know, he's another kid that can really – he got, you know, him getting in foul trouble and fouling out hurt us because of their size, you know. So, you know, that was one thing that hurt us down the stretch. The rebounding wasn't there because he's just a big 6'4 kid that can, you know, do really well in there. And I don't know what he ended up with, but he, he didn't he didn't get up to his average, so that's what kind of hurt us. And, and rebounding was a bit of a problem for you. I had you losing the, the rebounding battle 35-21. Yeah, I mean – it's something that we've struggled with when we play bigger teams, you know, just the, the boxing out and the jumping and the, you know, they're, they're six, four, six, four. I mean, you, they just do really well. And that's just not a, they're way better than five wins. And, you know, anyone I've talked to, I said, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, you guys got an easy one tonight. And I said, there's no, no way it's an easy one. Not in the FKC and not with a well-coached team and a very physical athletic team. I mean, you put that five win team up against any other team in the state that's got five wins. Well, again, we, and again, we probably want to focus on the conference tournament where you're going to be taking on uh, an Overton squad that, that that's going to be a great matchup uh, come Friday night. But down the road, games like this and playing in this conference does nothing but help you guys for that big picture and making it back to Lincoln. Yeah, it does. You know, we talk about, you know, when we play some teams that, you know, have that lesser record and, you know, we bury them by 25 or 30 points, that doesn't do you a lot of good. Tonight makes you a better basketball team. Tonight gets you ready for districts. Tonight gets you ready for the conference tournament. This is when you become better, when there's pressure and you got to execute with good defense under pressure. And that's that's how you get better. Absolutely. And now we can turn our attention to Overton, a team yeah. you, get, you watched here tonight, you obviously know very well. Uh, give me a little scouting report. What are you guys going to have to do Friday night against the Eagles? Well, we're going to have to do what a lot of teams have struggled to do, and that's stop them defensively. You know, they've been scoring a lot of points lately. You know, in their last four or five games, I think they're scoring over 62 to 65 points a game. And, you know, hopefully when we get Isaac Walls back, you know, we get a little bit more defense out there. And, you know, he he, he was injured tonight. I think he'll be back Friday. You know, you got to play good defense. you got to rebound. You know, you got to make shots. It's I don't think you're going to see as much scoring Friday night as you're going to see, as, as you saw tonight, just because bigger arena, bigger stage, more defense. Um, I think it's going to be lower scoring, and I, I think if we can keep them under 50, I think we have a really good chance to win the game. So that's going to be our goal. And, again, it, it, one of the reasons why you play there is so you can play in a big arena. It really is a great prep for the state basketball tournament if you can get there. And also, depending on where you play, maybe some of your districts and that sort of thing, that open area does make it a little bit difficult to shoot out there. Yeah, I remember when I, when I played at Pershing, it's just so big and you're not focused on the rim like, you know, like you normally are. So that's something we'll have to adjust to. You know, we haven't played there in the last two years. So it's a good experience for our kids, you know, and, and I'm going to challenge them to step up their game and, you know, perform in that big stage. So I, I think kids should be ready for it. I hope they are. We're going to prepare for Overton and they're a good team. It's going to be a good game. Going to be, you know, I don't know who won in that other game, the Amherst uh, Elm Creek game. Uh, it was Elm Creek. Elm Creek won. You know that, that just tells you the depth of this conference. It's, you know, it's it's anyone's conference tournament right now. And you know, I think Overton's probably playing as well as anybody right now. And you know, they're going to be a tough team. And another final for you, Wilcox Hildreth with a 68-43 win over Elwood. So seedings have kind of uh, bore out here on the guy side. Yeah, yep. Uh, you know, there's just five good teams here. You know, you got you got your money's worth tonight for yeah. sure. I mean, two great games, and um, it's going to be a good conference tournament. I'm excited for it, and I hope our kids are too. Hopefully that motivates us for the next two days and 
Um, you know, get a player back, which helps us. That creates more depth, like you talked about, so we can continue to run and get up and down the floor. Well, I, I know the radio guy's excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And we'll see you there Friday night. Yep, thanks for coming to Loomis. All right, thanks, Drew. Drew Billiter, head basketball coach here for the Loomis Bulls, who uh, had to had to battle here against Axtell. They went at 69-63. to 63. Hopefully have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Callen from Axtell, and we'll do that as we continue with more of the new Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show right after this. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Loomis. A uh, dramatic 69-63 win here for uh, the uh, uh, Loomis uh, Wolves uh, earlier tonight. Overton with a 73-68 to win in overtime and so our, our finals our semifinals are set kind enough to join us about how well his team played tonight it's chris callen head basketball coach here for axtell and and uh coach you went toe-to-toe with uh with 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 the number two seat on their home floor you have to be very proud of how hard and how well your team played tonight uh, <clears throat> excuse me I kind of lost my voice here for a little bit randy yes very proud we certainly uh Finally put together at least mostly a four-quarter game, and um, you know Loomis, we just played him here. Uh, well, wasn't Thursday, even, Friday? Yeah, yeah, wasn't that long ago, and we put together a pretty good half against them last time we played him, and then we uh, couldn't couldn't come out the second half and play too well. So t- tonight, at least, we played mostly a four-quarter game, and you know hung with them pretty tight. So I'm definitely very proud of the way the guys played tonight. We uh, had a spurt there at the very end of the third quarter that really killed us, but we were. Uh, able to come back from that and um, you know try to foul and hope they miss some free throws there at the end and unfortunately they didn't miss many free throws but very proud of how how hard we fought and uh, you know a six point loss to uh, the number two seed and easily could have been the number one seed uh, was a, is a very good accomplishment for us. What happened in that 12-0 run at the end of the third quarter? I hate to bring up bad memories <laughs> to you, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was that can, was. Can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> we we. It, it's something that's, that's happened to us quite a bit, actually, in, in the in the last year. So we we have one bad thing that just immediately turns into another, and, and we can't just stop ourselves. It, it was really there in the last couple minutes. To the, it got to the point to where there was just so little time left that I didn't want to call a timeout because I thought surely we'll be able to uh, pause ourselves and get ourselves organized where I won't need to call a timeout because I, I didn't want to call a timeout because there was just so little time left that I wanted to save them. Um, but then we immediately would throw the ball away or, or turn it over or they'd get a steal and a layup. And I kept watching the clock thinking, come get on, this get, over with. Yes, get this get, over come with. on clock, come on clock. And so that's on me. I really should have called the time out there with a, about a minute to go. And I probably could have saved us six or seven points. Um, and so I, I blame myself for that. And of course, it, as the game ended up, the six point difference, who knows that could have totally 
uh, been the difference in the game. But the the point is, I I still uh, I have a I had a situation there where I was second guessing myself that I wish I could go back and do it over again. But we just uh, I have a I have a team. I tell them I. I want them to be aggressively minded. I, I, I want them to, if they see an opening or if they if they have a shot that uh, is open within their range, I want them to take it. But we haven't learned yet enough the, to know, you know spots in the game or situation, game situations that we're, we're getting out of whack and kind of crazy out of control. What we really should have done there was stop, pause, re- regain um, a little bit of control and um, get everybody set, and um, so uh, again, my fault. Well, it, it, tremendous balance for your squad. It, it impresses me virtually every time I watch you guys play. You have uh, four players in double figures, everywhere from 10 to 12 points. So you got Marsh, uh, Danberg, Heinrichs, and Kring, all with double digits, and then you got Weir off the bench with nine, Hubbard with eight. So you got eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 points, and a couple of 11s in there. So incredible balance scoring for you guys, and the way they share the basketball is fun to watch as well. Yeah, that certainly is one uh, advantage that uh, I appreciate very much about my guys. I, I really do have a, a very even team as far as the capabilities. We don't always have that every single night, but uh, along the season, I, I have boys that are capable of any uh, seven or eight of them that are capable of or a, of a ten to twelve point night and. I um, mean, occasionally I'll have one that has 14 or 16, but, um, you know, with Ryan with eight, that's a little below his average, actually. And um, But several of them um, with 10 or 12 points, that's perfect. That's great to see as a coach. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I know you're kicking yourself a little bit with the timeout management, but you ran out of timeouts uh, <laughs> uh, in the game, and you use those to kind of whittle that lead back down, but tip your hat to Loomis. They, they, you guys had to score from the field, contested shot threes, they were at the free throw line, and, and they didn't open the door for you with that strategy because they kept hitting free throws. Correct, yeah. Hats off to Loomis. They've, they've certainly got some great players. Uh, Dow and Lobby both with 22, I see, and, and Marcy only with five. We, we were lucky enough to get him into some foul trouble. I think he, only, he had two at half maybe, and then he got a third, I believe, in the, in the third quarter, and that was certainly our goal was to, to try to get at least one of them into some foul trouble early. And uh, that certainly helped us a lot. And you, you guys hit some big shots. I mean, during that stretch when they were hitting free throws, you guys were hitting you guys right. were hitting some big shots. You'd holding up your end of that that strategy right. that you were you were executing. Right, and that was just after we had fallen to pieces at the end of the third. So that's that was what made me feel good too, is that we didn't continue to fall apart in the fourth. So uh, I was even more proud of them for that. That after falling apart at the very end of the third quarter, we were able to to come back and um, execute that end of the game. Uh, plan uh, for the, the kind of season that we've had and still the overall young team that we have. I was very proud of them for that. So. Well, you have to remember that, you know, so for you, this tournament has come to an end, but it's not your last tournament. Right. And really, right. you're trying to continue to grow and right. head to that next tournament. Maybe there's a tournament after that if right. you can do well enough in districts and sub-districts. Right, and, which we'll see Loomis again in sub-districts. So. <laughs> Well, it'll be on the neutral court, though. <laughs> yeah. so. But my, my point is, like, it's just interesting how the, the season falls here. Well, we just played Loomis a few days ago, and Loomis is also in our sub-district here in three weeks. So 
Um, who knows? Maybe the third time will be the charm for us if we're lucky enough to be, get matched up with them. Uh, will Hill, Loomis, Eustace Farnham, and Elwood are in our sub here shortly. So Yeah, it's a killer um, district. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Hey, appreciate time, yep. Chris. Thank you very Good much. Good luck to you down the road. Appreciate you broadcasting our games. All right, thanks. Thank Chris Callen, head basketball coach here for Axel, as uh, they uh, fall now to 5-14 uh, and 14 on the year. But, boy, they put up a, a whale of a fight here to the Wolves, losing it here in Loomis by a final of 69 to 63. Next up for Loomis will be Friday night. They'll be in the semifinals against Overton. Top, excuse me, top seed of Wilcox Hildreth with a 68-43 win tonight over Elwood. They'll be taking on fifth seeded Elm Creek, the one earlier today, 52-45 over Amherst. Those two other games were over on KXPN Radio. Great and evening of basketball here in uh, Loomis, as again, it took overtime in our first game of the night, but uh, 73-68 win for Overton, and then Loomis holds serve on their home floor, 69-63. to Don't forget the girls' semifinals for you on Thursday on KXPN Radio, the boys' semifinals for you on Friday, and then the consolation and championship games Saturday on KXPN Radio. Uh, ESPN Radio, 1460, will have all the games coming up for you on ESPN Radio. And the Luplak Conference semifinals will be taking place Thursday, Friday, and again the championship consolation games on Saturday right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. I'm Randy Bushcutter. For our engineer, Spencer Shield, back in the studios, thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. Car insurance isn't about the car, it's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected.